Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Hey, what's up? It's head coach of the Tennessee State University Tigers, Eddie George, inviting you to join me each week on my new podcast, Beyond the War, where I sit down with some of my favorite people to discuss, well, everything, the good, the bad, the past, the present, nothing is off limits. Beyond the War, a great combo media and TSU Big Blue Sports Network collaboration. Listen to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 8 More Than 92 podcast, where we always keep it 100. We're your hosts, Harrison. Banks. Najee. Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it 8 More Than 92 with me, 100. Oh shit. Here we go again. <clears throat> Alright, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Nigel. So uh we don't got Harrison and, and Banks today. But I mean we're gonna keep it in, we're gonna do our thing, we're gonna, you know, have a good conversation. I got a lot of beautiful people here today. So uh I want everybody to just go ahead and introduce yourself. Anybody can start. Cool, cool, cool. My name is Tamika Day. I'm a singer-songwriter and I'm an artist and also a business owner of my own tea business called Taomi Tea and Treats. And I run my own open mic called Tamika J Living Room Sessions. I'm a woman of many hats and I'm happy to be here. All right. Hey, um, my name is Delano Easter. I am an aspiring model and that's all I got right now. What's up, y'all? I'm Cecily. I am a professional actress and also a realtor here in Los Angeles, California. So if y'all need anything in the real estate market, hit me up. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, now I'm Elliot Bishop. Um, I own um, a cleaning company. It's called Real Shield Sanitation. And I also own a, a route and tent business in Knoxville, Tennessee. And, um, hey, I'm Sheena. I'm here in San Diego, California. Um, I own a uh, liquor infused ice cream company here in San Diego. I also work, um, I guess I'm like a reflux. I work on aircraft also. And, uh, yeah. All right, well. Hey, definitely welcome everybody. Uh, thank y'all so much for coming out. So, you know, for, uh, we just gonna get right into the topics, you know, like, but what's going on everybody? You know, we're here in San Diego where it was rainy yesterday, you know, it was 40 degrees in the morning and the evening time is 70 degrees, but it is what it is. Like, you know, same old, same old. So most of y'all, I know most of y'all, but, um, it's your boy Najee. Uh, I ain't been doing nothing. Just the same old, same old. Make trying to get these businesses started. And like I said, we, we missing Harrison today. He should be back next week. So uh, just to get back into our, our first topic, so one of the main things that's been going on right now is 
that, uh, you know, since COVID happened, online dating went to skyrocket. So how do you guys feel about online dating? I mean, it's, it's easier to use now that you don't have to go out. You know, a lot of people are introverts, so they'd rather stay in anyways. So it makes it a little easier for people to, I guess, date, if you want to say. I'm not a big fan of it, but, you know, it works for, it works for some people. Yeah, um, I was on online dating. Uh, I was on Hinge during the pandemic because LA was very much shut down. So I did online dating. It was cool. I met some really cool guys. I met some um, weirdos and I figured, you know, it's not really for me. I never really been into online dating to be honest, but I had no choice because of the pandemic. But personally for me, I like to meet somebody organically, you know, but I met a really cool, great, great guy off of Hinge. So, um, so I guess I was lucky, but at the same time, I still don't think it's for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of agree. I think I think is I think it's a lot easier than it should be. And that's what makes it weird for me, because it, it's it's almost like it's a template, you know, like I can have a template where I say the same thing to people and then we start talking and you you can't really know somebody's intention. I can't see your your mannerism, your facial expressions. I can't really feel your vibe. You know, all your pictures might be a neck and above. And then yeah. I see you and then below is you know, and then, but I'm friendly. So I feel, I feel like I got to, I got to see it through. So it don't matter what you look like. If I'm not happy with it, we're going to finish this date. You just never going to hear from me no more. But you know, I think, that, I think online day, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think it can be good, but I just think it's more weirdos. Cause even, even with the females, you got so many weirdos out there that you don't know who you when you meet somebody, like it could be anybody. So, well, you I love that you say even with the females, because I feel like I used to use dating apps. I used dating apps back in 2018 for maybe like three months, and then I was like, when I would go out on dates with people, I was like, hold on, the way we were conversing in this app is not hitting the same way we are in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like. What's going on? Like you, you acting weird and awkward. Or I would meet people who, uh, it's the photo. You meet someone in a picture and then you see them in real life. I don't have anything against like short men, but I will never forget when I went out with this guy and we were sitting in, he was sitting in like a higher booth and I met him and I was like, gonna greet him. I was like, hey, how are you? And he stood up and didn't go any further than the booth. When he was sitting, with us. I was like, bro, how did I get here? And why didn't you mention this on the app? Like, I'm confused. So, I don't know. I It's the same. Like, you talked about with the females, but I feel like, you know, on an app, you can literally be anybody that you want to be. That's so true. Like, you can, I feel like people on these apps really make themselves to be the person that they want to be, that they wish to be, that they aspire to be. And, like, if they're not, you know, it, it's going to show when you meet somebody in real life. That's true. And I can fake it till I make it. You know what I'm saying? I can I can be a supermodel. I can be the best pictures I've ever had my whole life. I can do all that stuff. And then when you meet me, I got to just be like, surprise. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, how you doing? This is me. So you know I what think- I find? What I find interesting 
Because, you know, I think about it from, like, a male perspective. I have a lot of male friends, and I've seen their profiles, and I've seen how, like, girls utilize filters. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I'm just about to say and, like, a lot. And I'd be like, wait, like, how are, why, sis, why are you even putting this filter with the, the cat and the nose and the ears <laughs> and the, you know, like, you how like? is this going to be official for you when you meet this man in real life? Hey, I'm, I'm, my, my biggest thing is when I go through, if I'm online dating, I'm going through pictures, and if they only got pictures that's just their neck and above, then something ain't right. Like, if you ain't yeah. showing your body, you ain't got no stand-up, it ain't got to be your back of your body, but just showing your body in general, that made me nervous because I'm just like, well. Or those high, high. those high angles, those real high yeah. angles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the pictures in the air. I don't know. I feel like even with online dating, like it's it can it's kind of like it's a little superficial to just swipe left and right on people's photos. Like yeah. but then not only that, like as a woman, I feel like respectfully men are so thirsty that you're going to match with everybody. <laughs> no offense. I'm just saying like I know for me, I could have swiped right I swiped right on so many people just to see for shits and gigs. I'm like, why are we a match? Like, you are like a dorky Caucasian man from like Riverside. What are? What, how did we get here? You might, might have a fetish. Might have something going on in their life that they need to have some. <laughs> right, but I feel like on these apps, like everybody's going to be swiping right on anything. Like, I mean, especially when it comes to men, because I've seen, see. I've seen it. I'll say I've seen it firsthand. Motherfuckers just swiping right and just seeing. Oh, I got a match. Oh, I got a match. Just to spark the conversation. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I would say that I know that, like in San Diego. So I was told you, if you know, like Facebook got a new online, online yeah. thing or what? It's been a minute, but no, Facebook got their little thing. And then somebody was telling me that you know, there's not that many black men on the app. You know what I'm saying? So like here in California, you don't have that many black men. I feel like the person that I'm going to meet is going to like and have the same interest as me. So I feel like that's the best place to meet in places that I like to go. So for me to like talk with somebody online for me is like, I, I want to do something. I want to be engaged. I want to feel your energy. Like, I don't feel like I I can't even do that. Like I'm not even a social media person that heavy. So, well, man, I, I could I could at least say that when I went on, I mean, that's what the dating side is for. You can put a preference, right? And it's like, yeah, I was looking for some, but I think a majority, I would say, I had being in San Diego, I had a lot of Latinos coming after me, which is kind of what I wanted. But at the same time, I was open to whatever but i think it also depends on where you're at too so Were you, open to where you want more like you want more hispanic women to come up to you or have more black well women? It, it it no no not like don't get me wrong i love black women don't don't get me wrong but it's just yeah you gotta understand like just like but but for me like i grew up in san diego so majority of the areas that like my school i think it was all like three black people in my school and the majority of them was either Latin or Filipino. So it's it just, like I said, it just depends. Now, when I got to Virginia, now, that was a whole different scenario. So, but at the end of the day, that it just all depends on where you're at. 
So, so, so that that right there slides into our next topic. How do you feel about interracial dating? Like, how do you feel it? Do you feel like it's different when you date somebody out of your culture? Are you are you okay with dating? You know, white, Caucasian, Spanish, Filipino. Like, cause I, I ain't gonna lie, in Nashville, we ain't got no Filipino people. But you know, like, I, like I, said, I, I feel like everybody know my preference. All my friends know my preference that it's black, 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 and black. Like, I don't even, I don't even think I see other women when I be outside. Like, people be like, my boys would be like, "Damn, you see her?" And I'm like, "Who? Oh, what are y'all talking about?" And I'm like, "I don't see no black girls." And they be like, "No girl right there." And I'm like, "Bro, like, but like I said, but that's me though. Like, I." I just love black women, but how do y'all feel like it is when it comes to dating outside the culture? Well, I've dated as outside far the as like personal before. Me and Tamika, you and I had conversations like that. I just feel like it's too much of a like I don't feel like educating somebody on how to, you know. That's real. I, don't know, I just feel like the that, cultural that, difference that, is like it's come too back. much. Yeah, I've you know I've dated outside my race before. Um, I've dated a white guy. I've dated a guy from Turkey. I dated um, Hispanic guys. And, you know, um, it's different, especially when I dated a white dude. Um, and it's going to sound kind of fucked up in a way because I didn't like it. And it's, it's going to sound really petty, too, because, you know, my name is Tamika. You know, you, you got to have a certain swag when you say my name, Tamika. When I dated the white dude, he's like, Tamika. It was just like... <laughs> So I just I I didn't I didn't like it and also we had like um I don't know I just felt like he didn't understand the black experience and then um we stopped dating and then like years later he found me like on Instagram and then I went on the Instagram page and I found out that he has a fetish for black women. So like oh, his um, Instagram photos with was with women with you know big booties and stuff like that. He's hugging the butt. So I realized realized that he had just like a fetish for like black women, and they also look like a certain way. They were like dark skin, big booty, and stuff like that. So then I I don't know. So like when I started like dating more, I was just like I'm not opposed to interracial dating. If you love that person, you love that person, but just don't. Um, just don't disrespect their culture. Like I see a lot of black men that are like, I'm I'm dating this white girl because black women are mean or this and like that. Why that has nothing to do with us. I don't like that. But shit. I I think it just comes with again what they gone through, the trauma that's in their life. Like for me, like when I was dating, um, my job is basically an equal opportunity advisor in the military. So I have to understand everybody and I can't just discriminate just because. So I'm open to hearing and seeing and you know understanding so for me it was easy it's easy to date anybody I, it doesn't bother me but if you are ignorant to you know my culture then yes we have a problem so that's how i see it sheena sheena how you feel what you think um that's uh <laughs> i just can't see myself with a white Power. person anything else and i don't think i don't uh I wouldn't say that I'm racist, but I don't know. Just something about her. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just can't see myself looked up and hugged up one. But anybody else is sure. Do your thing. You know, whatever you, whatever you prefer, then that's cool. But I do, for some reason, have a problem with um, um, 
like black men once they get to a certain level i just it it, it just rubs me that hard. Oh, Ugh, that, that part. I'm glad she mentioned that. Yeah, that part. So you think? I think a lot. Do you think a lot of it is just you know power wise? They feel like I don't know why a lot of people when they get to power they feel like their image got to be you know they got to have a white girl beside them or they got to have that you know right. like I don't like I don't understand that either. Like I, I mean, but I feel you. I, I feel like and a lot of I'm from down south, so down south. We kind of we kind of bred it like it's still weird when you go out somewhere and you see a, a black and a white you know you see a black girl with a white dude or you see a white dude a, a white girl with a black dude like people still kind of look you know sideways at least here in Cali it's kind of everything is kind of wide open here it's like very liberal and you know stuff like that but you know down south you still got those boundaries of like certain things like and, and thinking about like brain if I brought a white girl home to my mom and my grandma. Like I already know what I already know how they're gonna be feeling. You know, like, without even without even words, they don't even gotta say anything. I already know the family gonna be looking sideways, the way they're gonna treat is gonna be different, and everything is gonna be kind of thrown off. Like that's just like automatic, but that's that's a southern culture. And then but I feel like at the same time, on the on the big end, the culture is that if you gotta get in power, then you gotta find, you know, a white girl in power. Or like, cause I talk about like in the military, like you said, like we talk to different cultures and I know uh, we was talking to this girl in the Philippines and she was saying that basically like when they watch television and stuff, they never even seen black people. Cause all they see from us in America television. So she was saying like on all the TV shows and all the families and stuff like that, all they seen is white culture. So they felt like white culture was in charge, you know? So when they come over, the first thing they want to do is they want to find them a white guy. You know, and so I think that a lot of it is just kind of how society plays us. You know, society makes they try to they try to break us apart and then they try to, you know, make it to where you get on top where you need this and you need that. But you do see some people that grow like the Beyonce's and the Jay-Z's and, you know, they both billionaires. They both making that money. So you do see those things. So it is just kind of different when you see people that's kind of when it's like the sellout and it's selling out and stuff. I wouldn't say Sella. It's just if the vibe that you have with somebody or that love is just there, that you it's it's undeniable. Like you if you are cool with that person and y'all just figured it out and understand, I don't see nothing wrong with that. As long as y'all understand each other, it shouldn't be I think it shouldn't be like that. I don't see nothing wrong either. I mean, you happy, you happy. Like you said, I just like it's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? You happy, you happy. That's, that's really what it is. It might make you happy. Then they make it just uh, like Tamika say. I just hate when somebody say, "Oh, well, I can't talk to them black girls because they this or they angry or they," you know. What I'm saying? I think that's when yeah. you get the issue. People start. I'll say you know, play and be like, "Oh, that's what I say. Yeah. I've had some experiences with people, black men, especially when they hang out with me. Oh, you're not like the black girls that I know. Oh, black I, girls I've yeah. ever met. Girl. Oh my God, you different. Oh, I get that. <clears throat> and I'm just like, okay, hold on. <laughs> like, where did you come from? Because <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I can go on and on about my experience, especially being a dark black woman. You know, it's uh, yeah. Oh my God, you're so pretty for a dark girl. Or oh my God, yeah. I remember I dated this guy, and then he was he was he was 
very good looking. Um, and he was he was dark too. And then he would he'd be like, Hey, you know, if we ever have kids, you know, our, our kids are gonna be really, really dark, as if it was an issue. And I was like, What is that? So, you know, that's been my experience. Personally, for me, I want to end up with a black man, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I know my experience in the past with black men when it comes to my natural hair, my, my skin and things like that hasn't always been positive, unfortunately. And, yeah, I think, you know, I think, I, think, I think it's just hard, especially with black, darker women, like darker women, they always cheated, treated like, you know, like they have kids. Like I said, you hear somebody definitely say, Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful to be dark skinned. Like, what does that even mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, that's not a compliment. If you feel like that's a compliment, it's a backhand down, not a compliment. Yeah. No. But so, like, we all know so, in the black community, colorism is a very real thing. So, very like, real. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, we, I just seen uh, Too Short and So Weedy, the interview that they did or a conversation that they had. Yes, I saw that too. He was talking about how dark skinned girls, like they, they this I, I've never been in love with a dark skinned girl. They just don't do it for me. Like I love the biracial baby. You take two ugly people and they can make a beautiful baby from different races. And I'm just like that's that's sad. Yes. Kind of out of pocket. That's I can why, see that. um, to point, Ooh. I know a lot of black women who date outside of their race based on that, based on the fact that there's a lot of black men, um, a a lot of black women don't feel safe or or feel beautiful around black men because of the way we look. So they date date outside of their race. And same with, like, I will never forget, I don't even, Kim Kardashian, I remember when she said she wants black babies. Yeah, all white women say that though. I mean, you you hear that a lot more with white women saying that. Yeah. But why? I'm curious why Kim Kardashian said that. Like, what's the she? Was there like a a reason? Because deep down, honestly, it was on. I remember watching that episode. Of her, of her show. It was an episode that like she had, and she. I remember her saying, "I, I, I really want black babies." Like, and I'm just like. Oh, the way they parade their children around, like, I'm sure they love them, but it's almost like an accessory, like, to have the features, like, the curly hair and the, you know, the tan skin or the brown skin and, like, you know, fuller lips or just whatever comes with being a black woman, like. That's what everybody wants, though, you know, because, I mean, you just got to think about culture in general, like, it ain't nothing that you can really you can look anywhere in your room, outside your room, like in the world. Like we are part of everybody. So everybody want to, you know, be that certain saying like, oh, they dark, oh, they got the melanin, oh, they got, oh, they can dance, they got the swag, they can sing, athletes, you know. So it is. I mean, they want to be, you know, that. But it's just like everybody, everybody else see that we great, but it's like we don't see that we great. So we kind of destroy each other down, and we not each other down all the time so I, I believe that we do see no. that we are great but i feel like it's european standards that yeah. cause the whole colorism situation because when you think about it when you go way 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 back we were kings and queens and things like that nobody was looking at colorism all oh, you like yeah. skin and this and that. we were all glorified because of our beauty but then european standards kind of fucked everything up so now if you don't pass the um brown paper bag test then you're not worthy of being called beautiful you know what i'm saying so 
I feel like colorism when it comes to the um, black culture is something that we do need to talk about it more, but we also need to get more in deep with the, 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 the seed of it. And it's all based on European standards. For example, you know, I believe Kim Kardashian is very, very beautiful, but when it comes to her body, it, it was glorified, but that's, you know, typically a black woman's body. But when we got curves and shapes and stuff like that, we were called fat, you know what I'm saying? So, and then when it comes to black mm -hmm. men, wanting to date somebody, you know, to um to her point when, you know, when somebody becomes famous, they date, they don't want to date a black woman, but if they date a, a woman with more curves, it's looked at as exotic. But for us, it just is it, it's not it's not glorified when an um and that, and that, as far as a non black person. And I think I wouldn't say black, I, so I would say though. like a lot of complexion. I think a lot of guys, a lot of black guys think they need a lot of complexion female around them. Cause I mean, they'll date light skin. Cause otherwise, sweetie, I think she's like black and Asian or just black. I'm not really for sure, yeah. but it's just cause she's so light. And I think that's what is attractive. Cause me, like I, I, like I said, I love dark skin women, but I also like light skin women. And again, where I, where I grew up at, that's all that was around me. Like that's if, what it if is I, more than anything. Yeah. It's where you, it's where Have you, you ever been you told up. that you're handsome for a dark skin man? Of course, yeah. That was seventh grade and on, and even even I could even say this when we did no. um, start getting no. black females into the schools that I had. Okay, so I think I think on the opposite spectrum, you know, what I'm saying like the the they everybody glorified a light skinned dude too. You know, what I'm saying it's like boy, this is the you know like er, like I just think about when we growing up, everybody was just like, oh man, you know, he light skinned and he nice, and that's just how they, that's just how they did the light skinned dudes like oh my. My God, look at him. He got the, the green eyes or he got the straight hair and blase blase. And it's the same thing. You know? But what was your name again? Elijah? Elias? E? Who, me? Elias. No. The, oh. the model. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a uh, Delano. Delano. Or you can or say you Easter. Say Last name's Easter. Easter. It's like a holiday. Like a holiday. Cause like I feel like I find it talked about when you were growing up, all you were about Hispanic women and Filipino women, and so when I have met those people that have said the black girls in my area aren't like me or that they've only dated non-black women, I would always wonder like why is that happening? And I've never really thought about. That's all I get. Like a black, right? Like just dating what's around you. Because, because yeah. like, you got think you got you got think Atlanta. You grew up in Atlanta. All you see is black people. You know right. what I'm saying? So, so you're not gonna have no difference. You coming from Atlanta? You just you're not even seeing that many. You know what? You're not seeing no Asian people or nothing like that. Like down right. south, like we had we had a few Hispanics, but you know, really, it was just black. Do you feel like because like I could conditioned uh, to like date? Like, do you what do you date now? Like I, I, I'm, I'm with. Well, she's mixed, so she's got, she's black, she's um, Colombian, she's. But the way that we met, it was just organic, and we were just, we were listening to music, we were just vibing, and I had all my friends, and we just connected. And really, it took a minute for us to even really connect, as far as like really start dating. But at the end of the day, like to me. I guess you could say I was not groomed, but if you think about it, yeah, because again, that's all I had. But again, when I went to school here in San Diego, 
that's what it was. And then my last year, my 12th grade year, we had to move because my mom got a new job and we moved to Virginia. And uh, I want to say Suffolk, Virginia. And the school that I went to was straight black, like blacker than black. I couldn't even, I couldn't even point out one white person. And I was just like, man, like I didn't, I, I felt like I felt so different because I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know how to talk to females. I was like different lingo. I was like, wow. Have mm. I really been stuck? Am I in like the twilight zone or something? Like, am I, I, what, what, what do I do? How do I, do I need a guide to go through these? Like, I, it just felt like it felt so different. I felt awkward. So I had to go back to San Diego. I ran back to San Diego basically oh, to finish wow. school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it, that and because they tried to put me back in 11th grade. The systems are different over here oh. in San Diego over there. But with that being said, when they told me, or at least when my mom was like, hey, you can go live with your dad until uh, we sell the house or whatever. And she's like, oh, you could stay here and try to fix. She couldn't even finish the sentence. I was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm gone. Damn. Let me go to the environment that I know <laughs> that I've already been good with. And I just uh, stick it up from there. So I, I think, yeah, it does. It it plays a big part. Because, again, even I tried when we did get, like I said, when we did get, like, two or three black females in my school, mm-hmm. I tried to date them. And they was like, nah, we we have options. So I was like, wow, okay. Um, Hold on. Options right. at the school as far as, like, not dating black dudes or, like, dating Filipinos and Latinos? Yeah, because my school, like I said, my school was majority uh, Latino and Filipinos. But then if you go, like, down the other school, it was, like, whites, Filipinos. Then you go down to a little bit down more down to the border where it's at. Then you had Mexicans and you had, uh, I think, um, like Guam, people from like Guam and and Hawaii, the the Islanders, basically. Wow. So it was just it was you didn't have that many black at that time when I was going to school. Mm. Like if you did, you had to go up or you had to go to like Oceanside or something like that. But that's crazy. It was it was just different back then. Like now, I'm pretty sure it's way different now. Like you got everybody here, but just that's back then, it was just so different. That's you what know, you my- that. Oh. oh. I was just going to say, like, I went to, in my elementary school years, I went to, like, a predominantly white school, but, like, I still never found attraction in, like, (laughs) the white guys. And, like, I remember there was, like, there was a handful of black dudes there, but, like, I always liked the black boys, like, just naturally Mm. gravitated towards towards them. So I just find it interesting because it's, like, I'm sure maybe outside of school, like, were there black? Yeah, people? but I the way like I said for me I didn't go out like that, so mm-hmm. I was always my parents were kind of strict, and what they did was okay. Well, before you go out, go ahead and clean this, do this, do this, and by the time I was done, I was tired. So I either I'm that or I'm in sports. I'm playing sports all day. So are your parents both black? Mm-hmm. I see, but my and you know what's crazy? Like mine was opposite. My high school, like in the United States, we was rated the most diverse high school. So we had like we had like a hundred different cultures in our high school. But you know, we still had the black and we had you know the whites. Like it was majority white, you know whites, but we still had more cultures. We had uh, we had Kurdish, Indian, uh, Native Americans. Like I mean, everything you could think of, we had at our school. But I still 
I don't know. I just like, you know, I just like black women. And uh, then when I went to college, I went to UT Knoxville and UT Knoxville was like all white people, you know, like it was like so many black, it was so little black people that I could be walking around and I see somebody be like, hey, hey, hey. like, that's how it was. Like we literally be like, Hey bro, what's good, man. Hey. And like, I, I remember the first week I called my mom and I was like, I can't do this. I was like, mama, I don't know what's going on, but I'm not seeing any black people. And like, at the school, the black girls would live. I mean, the white girls were literally coming up like we was foreign, like we was meet like, oh, my God, you know, can I touch you? Like we hear things about y'all like I, you do. y'all want to you can come to my room with me and my friends. Like, I mean, they were like, I mean, like, like I've never seen black like some of these people at the school would literally say I've never seen black people before in my life. You know what I'm saying? That is nuts. Have, that's crazy. no, that's real. But when you but when you go outside of Knoxville and you leave the school, it's all hood. You know, so I was like, okay, I can go outside and I can enjoy myself. But on campus, it was literally, it's all, and like I said, white people have never seen black people. Like, they like, I came from this little town in Tennessee, so-and-so, and I've never seen black people in my life. Like, literally, like, like on movies, like, can I touch your hair? Can I that, see you? Like, like that's crazy. So, my experience is similar, but then very different at the same time. Cause I'm born and raised in Miami. And to be exact, I'm from North Miami. And in my area, it's, you know, I'm Haitian. So it's like a lot of, you know, Haitians, a lot of Islanders, Cuban, Puerto Ricans, everything. As you know, like I'm from South Florida. So it's like obviously close to the islands. So I'm just used to island people, especially Haitian people. But then I remember my mom, she she wanted me to go to this, this middle school and and I went, it was a bunch of black people, which I was used to because of where the area I was growing up. But I wasn't used to being around African-Americans. I wasn't, it was, that was a culture shock. And, you know, um, I didn't, you know. That's I'm different. A, That's totally different. And, you know, I'm from the Haitian culture where it's like, you know, people. I'm hearing people talk Creole. You know, we have the Haitian names. I'm used to people hearing People talk Spanish and stuff like that. So when I went to this particular middle school, I, oh shit, this don't sound kind of fucked up, but I didn't understand. I'm not trying, I cancel culture is real. So I'm trying to. I know, right? So, Come on, articulation, trying to find it. Hey, I didn't, right. like, I didn't understand. No I didn't, to be honest, I didn't understand Black American culture. I didn't, mm -hmm. when I was in college, I've finally, um, I didn't know what soul food was. I didn't know, I was just used to Haitian mm -hmm. culture. So when I went to the middle, went to went, that particular middle school, I didn't understand why people had a certain accent. You know, I'm just used to having mm -hmm. Haitian accents. I didn't what understand the Caucasians why. call the African-American vernacular English? Say it again. It's what the Caucasians call the dialect that African Americans speak, that Black people speak. Yeah. American vernacular English. Okay, that need an urban um, dictionary. So it's like how we talk <laughs> about interracial um situations and you know being you know um just being used to your surroundings. When I went to that particular school, I I didn't know, and I went to my parents. I was like. Why is everybody, why does everybody have an A at the end of their name? All right, you know, and <laughs> I didn't understand it. And it's funny because my name is Tamika, but my my um my dad's co-worker named me. I just didn't understand because I was just so used to island culture. Hey, what's up? It's Brian. It's Ebony. And this is Lo. And we're the host of Crazy of the Cocktails.
Doesn't it seem like some of the best conversations in life always happen over some of the most amazing drinks? It does, doesn't it? Well, here you go. Creators over cocktails. So on Creators Over Cocktails, we bring together some of the dopest musical artists, writers, producers, executives, along with painters, authors, entrepreneurs. Basically, all types of creatives to talk about just about everything. And do not forget about the amazingly curated crafted cocktails, because, you know, you come from the stories, you might leave with a drink. You might. All right, for real though, we get down to business while having tons of fun. It's Creators Over Cocktails, another great Convo Media production. Visit greatconvo.com for a list of shows and don't forget to subscribe to your favorites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Yes, hello. Great Convo Media is a progressive new podcast network founded on culturally diverse and culturally relevant content. Founded by podcasters for podcasters, Great Convo Media is all about building fun and entertaining shows with passion and purpose. Red's View is a proud member of the Great Convo Media family of shows. If you like what we're doing, awesome. Support us by sliding over to greatconvo.com. There, you can check out this and other shows on the network. While you're there, please use the tabs to subscribe to all of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Great Convo Media, where the chatter matters. And then, so that was also a culture shock for me. So when we talk about, like, you know, being amongst, like, a whole bunch of white people or, you know, that's the only thing you see. I was just used to being a, around a bunch of island people. So when I but, went to middle school, I was like, oh, okay. But, <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I'm done. Because I was going to say, like, just in African-American culture in general, there's even levels to, like, black people. Like, you oh, hell yeah, yeah. Meet the black girls from, like, the suburbs or the black boys from the suburbs where... Like they're completely different than from the inner city or them from the <clears throat> south or them from the north or, you know, the people like I'm sure now back when you were younger, did you consider yourself a, like a black woman or African-American woman or were you? No, just- to this day, I don't say I'm African-American. I say I'm Haitian-American. Mm. Yeah, and it's not me denying my African roots. I don't want it because, you know, people are very. Right. But you but you <laughs> have. You have well, let me pull it up. I still, I still, I, I, I'm my ancestors. I still consider myself African American because cancel culture is real, like I said. But when it comes to when I, when people ask me where am I from, like I just, I tell people I'm Haitian American because that's what I, 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 I know. When it comes to like, I had you know, um, the guy that I'm dating, we have these conversations because he's from Arkansas and I'm from South Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm city. I'm a, I'm a city girl. I'm Haitian. Every everything is just so different from his his life, and so we have those those you know those conversations. conversations. Yeah. So you know, it's a, like to your point. You know, everybody doesn't have the same black experience because I would have to almost defend my blackness to people because the way I speak. And because, that I have that too, like, you know, because I didn't talk like you know, because I didn't have a certain way of talking. I had to always prove my blackness to people, which was yeah. Sad. I hate that. That is so sad because even me, for growing up, I used to 
I talk, uh, it used to be a white girl, but then it turned into talking proper. And mm. I'm just yeah, like, I heard that. Yeah. I'll say that. I went through, I went through that. Um, cause I went to school, I went to college out in, um, Decatur, Georgia at Georgia perimeter. And I guess some of the way, the way that I talked, everybody was like, Ooh, like you oh, yeah, talk white or you talk. Yeah. Well, especially uh, if you're coming from San Diego and then you go mm. to like the South. Oh, yeah. The dirty sounds like, like dirty, oh dirty, man, dirty yeah, like, yeah. They, you are definitely gonna get that. Yeah, and I had to catch myself too because I remember, <laughs> like, the dude I'm dating. Because since he's from like you know, from Did Arkansas, my, my level of Arkansas and other places is it's just so limited. So I remember asking like a stupid ass question. I was kind of like, are there a lot of horses there? You know, and I'm just like. <laughs> Because, but at the same time, you know, but I had to catch myself because I'm, I always have to remind him. I said, I am Miami 305 Day County all motherfucking day. I don't know. I don't know nothing about country life. So, you know, and he schools me and I school him about this, you know, about, you know, where I'm from. So, 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 other, so another question I got for you guys. So I'm going to share something with y'all. So then y'all tell me what y'all think. I'm going to share my whole screen. Can y'all see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a post that kind of popped up uh, this week. So it's just basically like in age, like do you got a limit? So you basically had somebody that he had his goddaughter, like y'all can see on the picture to your to your left, like literally when she was a kid, all the way till she turned eighteen, and then they end up getting married. Like, what do you oh, mean? Like, stomach turn. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's definitely. weird. It's very um, weird. I think it's inappropriate. I feel like that's, that's like, like some type of baby. grooming or something. Why? Like why I was just know? about to say that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've been you've been setting me up. You've been setting me up the whole time. That's something else. <laughs> that is yeah. That is it's like you trying to have me catch a case. That's that's basically what you telling me. Like that. It's yeah. We are Kelly. <laughs> yeah. I think Marcus Houston and his situation with his current wife. Like he, they was dating when she was like. A teenager, like not even. Wait, Marcus Houston, like break that down. Like, what happened? So, don't quote me, but I just remember that he was dating some girl who was like, like between like thirteen or fifteen or something. They had met and like, what? I don't know. It was it's some crazy. Allegedly, but his wife. Allegedly, yeah, <laughs> his wife. This is be recorded. Is um, it was a big thing because it was almost like she was getting groomed. Oh yeah, cause she was 19 years old when they got married, but they had been dating long before they got married when she was 19. But see, that's the thing, that's the thing though, especially with, well, I'm not gonna say with guys, but definitely with females, like the ones, again, back to high school, y'all in high school and y'all got a dude that's outside that's 21 or, or 20 or whatever it is that may be and I've seen a lot of girls brag about it too, and it's like, yeah, I got me, I got me I got this guy, you know. Yeah. He driving, he got this car, he gave me stuff that I want. Okay, yeah. but, but listen, I, was, I talked about that today with one of my homegirls. I was like, you know, what's crazy when I was like a sophomore in high school, I'm like 16 or whatever. I'm dealing with like, you know, 19, not dealing with them, but hanging out with like 19 and 20 year olds, right? And then, like, I turned 17 and I started dating, like, a 19-year-old. People who have always been just older than me. 
Um, I mean, to be fair, yeah, it was a little more. It's a lot better because they do have like cars and like you know, like you know, just, just that we can get around and we can do stuff. Um, I feel like they might have been just maybe a little bit more mature. Like the guys, it, a lot, a lot of the guys in high school just weren't on like shit. So, <laughs> I, but but you gotta you gotta but, remember on, it takes. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So like, so having had those experiences and then kind of looking back at it, it's like. Why the fuck was this 19, 20 year old hanging out with me in the first place? Because I'd be like, he might have been a loser, but he might have mm. been a loser amongst the people around his age. But for a young kid, it's like, hey, he got a car. He got, and another 19 year old, like, I don't care. He got a car. I got a car. This dude got a car. They got a car. And then, like, for a teenage uh, high schooler, they're like, oh my God, this dude is amazing. This is the third. But so I was never so, amazed. It was never like a sense of amazement for me. It was just more so like these people are genuinely cool as fuck. Like genuinely cool as fuck. But it was also kind of bizarre because I'm like, why, 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 why are y'all kicking in with a bunch? So, of so, like, so, what do you feel like? So, what do y'all feel like is too young, and what do you feel like is too old? Like, would you talk to an 18, 19 year old right now? Would you talk no. to a 45, 50 year old? Uh, mentality different man. yeah it's all about the mental like there's no way there's no way that i could go like britney brenner what's that girl's name bundle of britney and how oh but she oh how she got that that 18 year old and had his baby and then left him but but with but with that situation i think she you can see he had oh, yeah, to look at her Instagram. He just didn't care. And also, care. she's bad. And she she knows, is she bad. Like, you know, he looked at her and was like, right. I'm with it. Right. But if you think about but it, like, like most... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but, like, what people have been saying, though, is, like, she was almost plotting on him because he was about to be big in the draft and he was about to, you know, take off his <laughs> career. So it's one of those things. I even think I've seen a clip of the baller boys, baller, big. What's the the baller brand? You know the dad with the, the three boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ball the boys. Ball ball. ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ball <laughs> ball. Yeah. <laughs> what's like a thirty year old woman doing hanging with like an 18, 19 year old? And you know that's something to brag about woman? too. On the opposite end for a male, like on the opposite you know end, right? But all that shit to me is kind of sucks. Like, I don't think that unless I'm getting to know someone and if they happen to be younger than me, I don't even maybe by like a year or two, like where your mental is at is what's most important. Because like, I just, I can't even right. imagine dating like a high schooler, like, or someone who just got out of high school first year. No, okay. I was like, bro, you ain't even nowhere near. Mm-mm. Let me see your ID. I, but I, I know you can't mm. mention. I remember you talked about dating girls as young as twenty five. I, I feel like I mean if I, I don't have a problem dating twenty five. I couldn't date nobody in the teens, no, no eighteen, nineteen. <laughs> you know, like like I couldn't do it. But you know, so they twenty five. Would you date a twenty year old? How about twenty? I don't, I don't think I could date a twenty year old. Like I just feel like we're not gonna have nothing in common. You know what I'm saying? Like I I feel like. The cal- a, a woman like they different when they turn like twenty six. Like they they totally different than what they was when they was twenty years old. And then when they turn when they like thirty, 
you know what I'm saying? A 35, they say a woman like 35, sometimes that can be good, but sometimes that woman can be stuck in their ways. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying but that's what I'm saying. So some people, some people are not like that. Some people are definitely they they stuck where they at. And they don't want to change. They don't want to do nothing different. And I'm just like, okay, I'm good on that. So I think, just, I think it's a person. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a person. The maturity of that person because you can be grown as hell and still not be mature. So you know that's, what I'm saying? Like bro, you, can be th- you can be 38. Like I met somebody 38. I'm like, okay, well she older. It's gonna be cool. And it was like I was talking to. Her, so what if that? What if that? What if that? Young twenty year old had some substance to that conversation and thoughts. You know, and I, don't know. I don't I don't even know if we would get there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even know if we would get there because they twenty. Like I was just like So you automatically ask age. <clears throat> no matter how like how they look, you just automatically ask what their age is. Oh, when I'm talking to somebody, yes. If if I feel like we're gonna go hang out or some shit, yes, I, I definitely go ask how old you are. First of all, you got to be old enough to, to drink. Drink. I, yeah, I, I don't want to have no drink with you. Where, yeah. yeah, I don't want no scenario where I, like I'm trapped and somebody be like, "Oh my god, like this is a this is a 17 year old." And I'm just like, "What the fuck?" No, I don't want to be nothing like that. What, what's what's that one show that be catching the predators? Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, mm, I don't need to be I don't on that. Be, I don't want to be in a scenario <laughs> like that where I like I, I'm with a girl just because because like these girls in the hood, like these little young girls, they. They would look like they grown, and then you're talking to them, be like, "Oh, I'm 17. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. Like, no, I'm not." And then you like the NBA players; these, these little dudes is finna go in the league and shit like that. They look like grown man, full beards, and this dude be 17, 18. You know, say with a deep voice. Nah, I'm good on it. Yeah, and so like, I, I feel like even me as a woman, that would just be so bizarre to like know. Like to me, they're babies. Like, why would I even? How does that even? happen like how does that work like i feel like i, I feel like i'll be taking i'll be taking advantage of this person that's i, I mean i can't that's yeah. what it is. i can't see no because because the just your just your mentality and the, the experiences you have and just the things that you're going through like a lot of ways you know what i'm saying like i don't know i that's how i would feel i would feel like i'm taking advantage of that person but like you said when i was a little young dude and if this little 20 if i was 18 this little 25 26 year old girl trying to talk to me i'm just like oh yeah bro you know i got a little older little chick so i mean i think it's just the mentality of where you at in your life you know what i'm saying so i think it's so interesting how you know we always talk about like how women would date older guys and you know that would be viewed as like oh shit that wasn't that was that's wrong that's kind of like rapey but then there's a, so many young there's so many of my homeboys that started having sex with a nanny you know what i'm saying oh, like, and their oh nanny was like 20 and then oh. you know they were like 14 and i'm like what's the difference i think i think that wow. was inappropriate and i think that was rape as well um so it just i, I feel like sometimes when you know there's always a nanny did it and the kid was like 14. yeah like i have homeboys that be like yeah you know i didn't know that you know my, my my nanny would you know she was touching me but i didn't know what to say and they're like 14 years old, but then they wouldn't look at that as rape but then you know vice versa you know, if it was a man doing that to a woman, you know, it it, it causes more attention. And I think the other the other part is the other part that sucks about that is that a lot of times, you know, just masculinity, a lot of times they show that man ain't even gonna come out. If they get raped or something happened to them, a lot of them not even gonna say anything. You know, like it might take a 
especially like you think about people that's getting touched like you got men to get touched by men when they was kids yeah. and they don't know what to say they think that everybody gonna blame them or judge them or something yeah. like that so i mean but i think i think that the world it's okay for a 60 or 80 year old dude to talk to a 20 year old and they don't say nothing about that but like you said if you got a woman talking to a 56 year old they like oh what you doing using him with his money and this that, and the third yeah so I think it's definitely it double standard you know and I also to um because i'm like to cc's earlier point like i remember when i was in high school you know i would see a bunch of like you know older guys picking up the girls but you know we we always in our mind kind of was like damn you know they're a little too old to be picking up high school girls but it wasn't in our mind that oh shit this might be inappropriate because times change now now present day should we have hashtag me too movement there's so many whoever you dating just ask how old they are <laughs> in conclusion I'm getting back into um, dating or whatever and, and the reason why I asked that because of this guy that I was talking to and I never asked him what his age was so it is almost kind of like you like you can read people but it, it was like a conversation that came up and I had to think and I was like wait a minute how old are you then and then it was mm. like, well, how old are you? Because no one ever really said anything. It was just always conversation. <laughs> and then, you know, come to find out, he's nine years younger than me. And I was like, well, wow. I've never thought that I was anybody like that much, you know, younger That's than me. I'm curious yeah. to know how, how age, like age and birthdays and all that stuff aren't that wasn't a factor for you or conversation started that wasn't that wasn't what one of the things that we would sit and talk about like how old are you it was always like something else or i don't know i don't know why that never came up but it never came up until i think he was talking about tv shows or something finally and then finally it was like <laughs> well what what are you talking about wow you know? And I guess I think, because he's like an old soul too, so everything didn't seem nothing seemed out of place until, and you know what? It wasn't even that I was just talking to him. It was like a group conversation, and then I think somebody asked me, "Well, how old are you?" So it was like everything matched. There was no need, and it was funny when I told my sister. She was like, "No, no, I was like, well, that's like one of the things that you need to ask, like <laughs> how old are you." you know background i was like you know what i just never did i just whatever we're talking about that's what we're talking about i guess yeah, I, 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 I think the, cl the closest i ever got like in nashville we was uh, we had this little you know when you go to the club and especially some clubs you got to be like in nashville we have some clubs where you got to be 25 and up to get into so i feel like at this point anybody i talk to in the club i know that they old enough over 25 you know what i'm saying so i get somebody's number and well, they can always use a fake ID, though. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I didn't know that. You know, I didn't think nothing about that. You know, I'm just, I'm talking to a girl like, oh, yeah, it's cool. We can hang out this, that, and third. And then she had said something like, oh, yeah, well, I get out of school tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, well, well you go to TSU or you go to, you know what I'm saying, MTSU. <laughs> or, and she was like, no, I go to, and she named the high school. And I was like, what the, I was like, do you work there? Are you a fucking <laughs> You know, like, I started going there, like, so what are you doing at school? Do you, you know? And she was like, no, you know, I'm a senior. I graduate. And I was like, oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. We like this is the end of our conversation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Lose this number because 
you're not going to take me to jail over this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. Like, I met you at a 25 and up club. Like, literally 25 and up. And the girl was, she was, she was 17. She was like, oh, well, I turned 18 in three months. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I'm good on that. Where the camera's at, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Nah, nah, I don't know her. So you still, you so, still had too much conversation at that point. No, nah, yeah. man. I got, I got to let everybody know the world, the CIA, everybody that's tracking the conversation, looking at these messages that I said no, no, and no. Like I don't mean I got, I got everybody. So let's see. I got, I got a little, uh, I got a little video to show y'all real quick. Let me see if it's gonna allow me. So basically, uh, what he said is what DJ Kelly was saying is he was basically saying that um, he was like that he feel like a man is the uh, a man is the king, and uh, and so the man they get to do certain things, and he's taking care of the house and he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing, so he's going to take care of whatever. But then it was like, but do you you know do you go down? on your wife and he was like no i don't do that you know he said never i ain't never did that i never will do that and it was like so basically well what does she got to go down and it was like well yes you know she got to take care of the king and it's certain things that you got to do so you know so basically saying that there's certain roles in the household and saying like hey i pay all the bills i take care of everything at the house but i'm not doing that but she's still gonna do that to me Mm. what's up marcus whitney here serial entrepreneur and Amazon number one bestselling author. Are you an entrepreneur looking for motivation and inspiration in today's crazy business landscape? Or maybe an employee ready to give your life a professional boost? Or maybe you're at a crossroad and you need to know where to go next. Well, that's exactly why I made Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe. It's just the right mix of creativity, honest talk, and the kick in the butt you need to take your life to the next level. Every day, Monday through Friday, join me and my amazing guests to help give you the right tools for success, always centered around my creative power pillars, well-being, innovation, drive, and entrepreneurship. Also, check out my book, Create and Orchestrate, available online now at createandorchestrate.com. Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe is a Great Convo media production. Visit greatconvo.com for a list of shows, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Peace. So, like, how old is this nigga that he don't eat pussy? What is that about? It's DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled grown. Nah, it's not just that. He got money. Like, he got money. So he can do what he, he can do and say what he wants to say. He can say whatever he wants because he knows even if she leaves, he can have another one in 15 minutes. Like, it just... Like a bus, you just keep coming. There's always something. Yeah, but like I feel like, I mean, also we don't really, I don't know the dynamic of their relationship, but I did see a video, a clip of her when she was working out. She like popped off on him because he was like see, cheering her on, and she like went the like, fuck off. I was like, damn, what is this? So maybe because she moody, I don't know. Like, what is that? It seemed like that she like. I don't it know. Just feels to me, it just feels like if it was the other way around, then <laughs> I don't think that would be the case. I mean, right. he said, he said, he said, no, it ain't no way that she's not gonna do it. She gotta do it. But he said he ain't never, he ain't got time. He's not doing it. I just this. I feel to each his own. If you are, if you with, if you with the man and you okay with him not eating you out and you happy, that's y'all thing. 
personally for Tamika, I want somebody to lick my flower. I want you to lick it. I want you to be all up on that shit because I'm going to suck that shit too. I want it to be, we both swapping. But um, the way is like, is, even so, bitch, so, want it. That's how I feel. <laughs> I, feel like I, I, think, I didn't hear what you said. I said, for me, the way he said it, you know, if he would have just said like, oh, she don't even want it or whatever. He said as though, even if she did, it, it doesn't want it or she don't want it. She ain't getting it. No, I feel like she needed a bear. It still goes to my point with to each his own, you know, like, you know, there, if you, if you want to stay in that and, and you okay with it, then you okay. I personally want to be eaten out because they don't call it a blowjob for nothing. My cheeks are hurting. So you're going to, you're going to go down on me too. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to go down and I, I and I, and I'm going to go down on you. But with DJ Callie, if that's what you know she's okay with, then because she's still married to the guy, so she must have an issue with it. Yeah, they've been together forever. No, no, you good. Um, I think personally, personally, yeah, it's I feel like you have to. To me, I, I think you have to because it again, every female is different. So but for me, I think if I'm gonna get something, I wanna return the favor. And not only that, it takes a female, like you have to arouse her body. So I don't see how you cannot foreplay. That's another term of foreplay, honestly. And it's gotta be part of the system. I don't know. Just to me, you gotta I'll do it. Say like for me and my own sexual experiences, like you have to want to have the actual desire to do it. And like I've had situations, not like all the time, but it could almost feel like a chore where it's like, I, I know, right? Like I know that that's not good. Fun. Yeah, that's not. That's not fun. Uh -oh. and, like I feel like if you're in a healthy sexual relationship, it should be fun. I feel like it should be enticing. Like you know, to just to please your partner just seems like. Like, but I, but I I think a lot could be you want to do like it, if, especially if you're open to it and you're into it. Maybe DJ Khaled. I don't know. Like maybe this is it could be like a religious upbringing or you know something spiritual or whatever it is that he just don't want to do it. Does he not do it to women at all, or is it just his wife? Like, he, said, he said never. He said never. I never do it. I won't never do it. I'm There's good. Guys who don't want to eat the pussy. I have a question for the guys though. I'm like so curious. When y'all have sex and shit. Do y'all don't I mean do y'all mind if the woman touch y'all booty? Are y'all like ah, no like well, okay so are we talking like, just like rub it or are we talking like, like you yeah. sticking your fingers to try to get up okay, in there? Well, okay, maybe this should be a two-part question though. Okay, so rubbing it, you know, giving a good squeeze, and the second one, you know, because I know you know, you know the singer Tank, he likes to be he likes to be licked down there, you know. He even sure, was on the sure press club with his legs up and shit. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, oh, you're not that's, putting that's my, a, yeah, put my leg. That's, that's a that's what Trick Daddy said. Trick, Trick Daddy said he put his legs up and shit. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember Trick Daddy said he was getting his ass ate. I'm like, who the fuck yeah. is eating Trick Daddy's ass? <laughs> that's a dirt. That's a dirt. She 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 can't come back. She dirty. I mean, she dirty. I mean, I I would say that you know, like, hey, if you doing something and a girl grab you from the back or whatever. Like that don't bother me, but like you said, like it's a difference between somebody putting their whole finger up in your, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, I'm good on that, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm 100 good on. It. No, not happening. Would y'all want uh, for, to get for your me? Ass? No, 
I'm okay. But if I've then? heard I've heard that's one of our G spots from what I'm yeah. hearing from a lot of people and reading books, but now nah, I'm I'm cool off of that. That's one thing I'm I'm wait, not wait, willing okay, to I take. Ask you a question. So let's say, you know, you, you and your, your your girl, you know, y'all doing the thing and thing and stuff like that. And then she's like massaging your back and all this stuff, and then she looks, you know, your your ass crack, but it feels first of all, we're not we're not getting to that. I if I feel I'm jumping up. I'm like, because the, th the thing is, you got to be to, to <laughs> no. a person to even get there. You have to be in a certain position. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, I wait, can't think of what, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I can't, I can't think of what position we will be in for them to be like, sloop. Oh, I'm right at your like, like, you. Know what I'm like, saying? like, like, where are we at right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, I don't know what's going on in my life to where I'm just like, whoa, like, go With ahead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got your leg. She hold your legs up and shit. I nah, feel like I'm done. You were emasculating. Like, was that making? No, I mean it just—it's certain things you don't like. I mean, it, you don't—it's it, certain things that you know that you're not gonna like, and I ain't gotta try it. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody may be like, "Well, you ain't never talking to no dude. How you know you don't like it?" I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's not I'm pleasing good. to you know me. Like, right. I'm good on now, that. Now, like, I, I, I can see, I can see, like, because for me, I'm like six one. So if I'm maybe standing up and like. She grabs the shaft and she plays with the balls and then oh, she tried it and then she tried some slick shit and then okay I can see that type of stuff happening. That's how you get surprised. But other than that, no, you gotta see that coming. But imagine like getting, like laying on your stomach and then you getting like the back massage and then she might like massage your booty, open like your booty or something. Oh. <laughs> I would feel, I would feel like she's about to rape me. Like, you feel me? Like, whoa, whoa, you acting real unusual right now. I don't know you. <laughs> this is gonna change up. Nothing good is about somebody doing this. I mean, I've heard, I've heard things of you should always try everything once. That's just one of the things I'm not willing to try. Maybe right now. Maybe later in life when I don't know. I, I'm I don't know, but I just don't see it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like to me, like the grossest spot, like on a person's body. Why would anyone put a tongue there or some lips there? Like I know, I know. For me, like when I get massages, right? So one of the things is I was always told get a massage you know, to release the stress or whatever. And when they, I get a massage on the sides of my butt, they rub in and it feels good. I'm not going to lie. But for me to have somebody spread my cheeks wide open and I feel something weight, not weight, but wet going up and down, I just, just doesn't sit right with me. That, 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 makes me, that made me even think about like when girls getting waxed and they'd be like, oh yeah, I just get there and I, I pull my shit up and motherfucker just slaps motherfucking booty hole. <laughs> no, I'm good, bro. Like, I can't even imagine no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for you to be in that position, it's, it's going to be like, you can't explain it. Like, how did I even get there? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did I, what happened to where all of a sudden I'm holding my legs, I got my legs and I'm holding the motherfuckers like this against my chest. I said we it never should be a position that we're in that position. Wait, so we heard from y'all too, but I haven't heard from um the other um I forgot your name, the one with really? the dope ass law. Oh yeah, he oh, oh he with it. Oh yeah, he definitely with it. Oh, oh, really? like, no, that's a male stripper right there, boy. Wait, say no, it again. I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie, I had a I had a female try that before. And then how how you like it? No, nah, it was it was uh 
It was definitely a shocking experience to me. But did you like it? No, we didn't actually feel shocking. I can't say it. <laughs> Hold on, look, look. This is what, this is what I'm saying. So, like, like, like my man said, like, you once you once you get to that point to where it's just like it's a shocking point, but you can't say you can't say that you wouldn't like it. Just yeah. because once it's to that point right there, it's like, well, damn, what was that? Like, you know what I'm saying? So you don't know. If you don't know, you don't know. But then when you do know, it's like, hold on now. What was that? But, <laughs> nah. And, and it just comes with experience, I think, and not even oh, you that. Like just so your... you like it or not? Mm-hmm. I stopped. Ooh, I stopped. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, I, it, did you like it? Yes or no? That's why I'm saying I could, I could <laughs> say that I probably did. You did? Probably did. So, okay, that's fine. Did. You know, shit. I got my booty Each in his own. That shit felt great. <laughs> well, so is, that's different. But though, ain't nobody had their legs. I think it's different. Ain't nobody had their legs pulled to their chest, Josh. Oh. <laughs> What'd you do? What, what'd you do? Did you, did, you scoot, did you scoot to the edge of the bed? And you was like, this is oh the only God. way I can do it. I got to scoot to the edge of the bed. And I'm just going to lay back. Hey. I'm going to lay back. Don't look at me when we get done. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, I'll try to figure out what you did. Oh, did, oh, did you do the stomach leg with the booty opener? Like she said, did you fucking you know like my man said, like, I mean, if you, if you land there and, you know what I'm saying, and they, you know, they on the shaft and they go to the bars and, then you know, gone down, then it's like, whoa, wait a minute, you know? But when you think about it, every guy moment. has had his booty licked because if a woman's going down on you and she's sucking your balls and shit, I mean, she low-key kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's that the the there's the no 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 you, no, you hitting a glute you hitting that it's a oh but y'all hold on so y'all saying y'all saying y'all cool with that though right no I ain't gooch. wait wait with what you get past the gooch that's the that's, that's, that's yeah, cool no nah, I I didn't say I was cool like if I, I you could feel the movement going from the shaft to the balls but you but but somebody but they don't they don't hit you on the gooch right no no. Nah, it was good. Once a woman is sucking y'all, and then she, the balls, or especially if she's like sucking the balls, y'all so like, oh yeah, oh god. And then if she's probably licking the the little ass crack, y'all not y'all not gonna know the difference. Y'all gonna be like, Boy, yes, you like you know the. That's just like you know the difference with seeing somebody going to your front to your back. You tell you can tell when they go down what it feel like. Mm-hmm. The, a male can tell the same thing because it went like if you go past somebody's balls, then you at their gooch and you just like, whoa, what the fuck is she doing? So right, if cool. you hold on, hold if on. you let her go past there, then you know what I'm saying. Like, right. that's so true. y'all, so y'all women, so y'all women, y'all don't y'all don't went past the balls, least the balls, past the balls. Mm. I haven't. Mm. I haven't. Would you ever? <laughs> would you ever? That is the question. Uh, yeah, I probably would. Like, if I was comfortable with the person, I probably would. Okay. So we're saying mm, marriage. I don't know. That's like, um. It depends. I would honestly, I wouldn't do it just to do it. It would have to be like a conversation or a what if, like something. Not saying like, oh, do you want me to look at you know, like no, but it would be like. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel? Almost like a conversation like this will have you or, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it would be a surprise, but it'll be like, I kind of know what direction to go. If anybody ever asked you to go past the, past the balls. I said it depends on that point. Then it depends on, do I feel comfortable enough to be doing it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we normally only go for an hour, you know what I'm saying? We went for two hours and, and 15 minutes. So, you know, we gonna, I'm going to split this up into two parts. And uh, 
like I really, really appreciate y'all coming out. You know, hopefully, you know, we have other subjects. I'd love to bring y'all out, you know, talk about other things. And, you know, I think this was a good vibe. And, like, uh, before we leave, though, I definitely want you guys to shout out, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell me tell me your Instagram or whatever you want to shout, your websites, what you do. Like, let people know who you are and where they can find you at. You can follow me at Tamika J. That's T-A-M-I-K-A-J with a period. You can follow me on Instagram at Tamika J Music, T-A-M-I-K-A-J-M-U-S-I-C. You can also follow Tea Business at Taomi Tea and Treats. That's a really long name to spell. But if you follow me on Tamika J Music, then you'll see my, my link for my tea business and for my open mic. So that's where you can find me. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Holiday underscore season. Um, that's where you can find all my stuff. And my website is www.nicholasnamano.com. Cool. You can find me at C I L Y B A U G H N on Instagram. And then you can find my business page, Bossy Buy, B-O-S-S-C-E-B-U-Y-S on Instagram for real estate. So if you need a realtor, like I said, yeah. You can find me at SS underscore LaFlame on Instagram. And uh, my business page is uh, com. Hey man, like like I said, I appreciate y'all. Anybody got any last words? Anything else they want to say? Um, Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I was good talking to you. I already know it. Hey, thank y'all. Nice talking to everybody. Bye. Great Combo Media is a progressive new podcast network focused on culturally diverse and culturally relevant content, founded by podcasters for podcasters. Great Convo Media is all about building fun and entertaining shows with passion and purpose. You're All I Need Podcast is a proud member of the Great Convo Media family of shows. If you like what we're doing, awesome. Support us by sliding on over to greatconvo.com. There you can check out this and other shows on the network. While you're there, please use the tabs to subscribe to all of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Great Great Convo Convo Media, where where the the chatter chatter matters. matters. Hey, what's up? It's head coach of the Tennessee State University Tigers, Eddie George, inviting you to join me each week on my new podcast, Beyond the War, where I sit down with some of my favorite people to discuss, well, everything, the good, the bad, the past, the present, nothing is off limits. Beyond the War, a great combo media and TSU Big Blue Sports Network collaboration. Listen to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes.